Please consider sponsoring Round Guy Radio's coverage of the Wilton Beavers this basketball season to bring the greatest basketball experience that we can bring to you from Round Guy Radio. The Wilton Beavers are brought to you by Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine and Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine. We've got Coach Hetzler on. And, Coach, you've been named uh, Class 1A Round Guy Radio Coach of the Year. Welcome to the program. Well, thanks, David. Uh, I really appreciate that uh, that award. It, uh, it really does mean a lot from a group that, that like yourself that uh, does a great job of covering so many uh, young high school athletes. Well, uh, if you hear a little background noise, there's a little ambiance added to this. Uh, as you're at uh, uh, watching the state championship game, aren't you? Yeah, so we're up watching the uh, 1A state semifinals today. Uh, I brought the uh, the boys up, so they're over watching as well. And, uh, you know, we wish we could be here playing instead. But, uh, you know, hopefully it keeps our, our kids a little bit hungrier to get here next year. Well, uh, that's uh, uh, outstanding. Um uh, you you had an uh, excellent team. You know there there was some other coaches that are are just consistent. This teams are just consistently excellent every year, but your team showed a lot of improvement, and I put a lot of emphasis on improvement. I can't remember you were three and six or four and four or something like that last year, weren't you? Yeah. So last year we finished four and four, and then uh, this year we finished uh, eight two was our final record, and we we tied. We had a three way tie for our district title. Yeah, you had a seven and one regular season. Uh, you went to the playoffs. You went kind of deep into the playoffs. Uh, uh, so, uh, you know, Round Guy Radio gives nothing away at all. You, you earn everything you get. And uh, uh, because of that tremendous uh, improvement from last year to this year, uh, uh, we, we, we all decided that you you were the man for this uh, uh, award this year. But let's talk a little bit about uh, um, who are some of the coaches that you have in place uh that helped help turn this team uh, uh, into a really serious winning record this year. Yeah, I'm going to start. Uh, we have uh, nine coaches on staff. Um, you know, my, my right hand guy, our defense coordinator, is Rick Tanny. Uh, he's been he's been my guy since I've been here, and actually, most of our guys have been on staff since I've been here. Uh, I'm just going to run through them real quick. Jacob Bisonberry is our, our JV head coach. Uh, he's he's a kid I graduated with. Uh, he's been with me in this program since I took over. Uh, Colin McLean was his first year running our JV coaches. Uh, Luke Thompson has been our longtime O-line coach. Zach Etzel has been a longtime D-line coach. Um, coach John Braymeyer has uh, been a special teams guy for us. Uh, and then uh, I added uh, Coach Mike Dirksen this year. And Mike Dirksen, if anybody looks him up, has been a uh, head coach for 30-plus years from uh, uh, Mason City, uh, Newman. Uh, and he's, he's got a couple of state championships behind his name, but he joined our staff this year as he now is retired and lives in Wilton. So, uh, you know, I think I'm trying to think about miss one of those guys along the way. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, I can't do, do what I'm able to do without those guys uh, right next to me. And it's, they've been a, a tremendous help in turning our program back into what we wanted to do. Well, the coach is basically the jockey and the, the, the players are the horse, you know, uh, so tell me about the horse that you rode this year and maybe tell me about a little bit about how you might've saw some of this coming last year. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you know, last year, uh, most of our guys this year came back, uh, from last year, they were a lot of more sophomores, uh, this year, you know, a big guy on offense that we rode, uh, was definitely Owen Hassel had a fantastic season of running back, uh, Drew Keith in the backfield organizes and, uh, orchestrates our offense, uh, from the quarterback position. 
Um, you know, I thought you know, the question mark coming in was our offensive line, and our offensive line did a phenomenal job. You know, you'll hear me from week to week say we're not always the biggest, uh, but our guys take a great pride in their technique and what they do. Uh, and and that, that's been a real difference maker for us this year. Uh, you know, so those guys on offense, on defense, you know, Owen Milder has been is a staple on our our uh, as a linebacker for us. Uh, Chaz Allison was a senior for us, and then uh, Jordan Dusenberry in the defensive secondary led us some interceptions. Uh, just really a guy who flies all the way around and, and orchestrates the defensive secondary for us. So, you know, those are some of the guys, you know, up front, defensive line was a question mark for us too. Carter Greg Metzger and uh, sophomore uh, Kane Willie this year did a phenomenal job. Uh, so really excited about uh, what comes back for us. But uh, those are the kind of the guys that put us in this spot. And as a coach, I can tell you, you know, you can want to be great, but, but you can't be great without those guys and uh, really appreciate all the work and effort they put in. Yeah, well, uh, uh, well, kind of go over the season with me. Um, you know, I don't know whether it was, you know, well, I think it would probably be the Mid Prairie game. Oh, was that the first game? Yeah, we started off with Mid Prairie. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you come out and you go on the road and you get a win over Mid Prairie. Um, uh, that's when I started thinking maybe you had something going. Uh, was at that point of the game, season where you thought you had something going, or was there another? Another win or two down the road. Where you're... Well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, you know, we go on the road down to Midbury, which is always a tough place to play. Midbury still got some big guys, physical guys, and that was no different this year. And, uh, you know, it was a good first test for us. Uh, you know, they're a quality team. They made it to the round of 16 in the playoffs as well this year. Uh, and, and I thought our defense looked phenomenal that game. Our offense was a little bit behind. Um, which typically happens in, in a year to year and from season to season. Yeah, and, everybody's uh, offense a little behind uh, uh, on Saturday morning after they play Mid Prairie too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's I think um, uh, you know our defense did a fantastic job for the through the first five six games, and actually all year they did a fantastic job. But they really held us when our offense was really trying to figure some stuff out. And uh, I think we went three or four weeks without giving up a point hardly. Uh, you know, and they did a phenomenal job with that. So they take great pride, and we take great pride in our defense. Um, and then towards the end of the year, our offense really kind of came on strong, which which helped down the stretch. Yeah. Well, uh, um, Round Guy Radio added a little element there uh, about the midway point where Ben Garvin kind of came in contact, and he started uh, uh, calling the games for you and doing a little show we called the Beaver Post, which is kind of short pregame uh, interview. Uh, say on a Wednesday or something to get people pumped up for Friday. Uh, um, how would people respond to that? And and uh, how talented of a play-by-play guy do you find uh, this Ben Garden? Oh, Ben's a great kid, you know, and he's he's very sports oriented. You know, he doesn't play football, uh, but he's uh, he's a golf and uh, baseball guy for us. Uh, but he loves football. You know, Ben and I talk a lot about the NFL and college and things like that. Uh, it was really neat to have one of our own students uh, do that play-by-play for us throughout the year. Uh, you know, obviously a kid who knows our kids very well and then understands the game. So, uh, yeah, he did a fantastic job. If anybody hasn't listened, uh, definitely give him a chance. And uh, really, really good stuff. Well, you'll be fortunate to know that we're going to roll that coverage over into the basketball season. And he's got carte blanche to cover anything uh, Wilton Beaver or Muscatine area related uh, uh, for us. So that's uh, he's he was a great plus. Uh, we'll talk about. Let's do talk about that defense. You know, the, the defense, um, for some reason, was in, in uh, uh, end-of-season form right on game one from the first hike. Uh, 
What what was it about your defense that played such as a unit that were always seemed to be so disciplined, uh, and they were such good tacklers? I, I, that's one thing I noticed about them. They were all good tacklers. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You know, something that we preach and preach and preach every year is is uh, team defense, and not to be worried about stabs, tackles, interceptions, whatever else. If you do your job, you know, our defense. The only set that we care about is is the score on the uh, scoreboard at the end of the game. Uh, you know, and how we get there may be ugly at times, and we might give up some yards, but but that's not how we that's not how we dictate whether our defense is successful or not. Uh, so you know, our defense is a, a bend don't break philosophy, and and our guys I feel have really bought into that. You know, some guys obviously have some some great stats along the way, but uh, the other guys who may not have the stats still play a pivotal role in what we do, and I and I think that we do a good job of showing that appreciation to them as it is uh, extremely key. And, and we can't be successful even with the guys that aren't doing the, the major stats. Okay. Well, what about uh, 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 what about the offense? You know, um, the offense was pretty huge all year long, but it, it seemed to just kind of pick up steam as the season went along. Uh, about where in the season did you feel like the offense started flowing and the timing started getting together, and you you know you you started to learn how to mix the pass and the run successfully. Well, you know, that's something we do, too. We're a 60-40, typically 60-40 run pass, uh, you know, so that's kind of where, where we're at uh, philosophically. And uh, it took us a while to get our passing game going, but uh, as we kept going, you know, we had a couple good weeks. And then, you know, when we got things going, then all of a sudden we're running with defense like uh, West Branch, who has a top-ten defense in the state. And, uh, you know, we struggled with them early, but then we wore them down, and our offense really prevailed in the end. Uh, and after that, I felt like, you know, we played a Regina game that really struggled, in the, and it was some nasty conditions, and that's never an excuse, but um, we just couldn't get things rolling at the end of the season with them, and then we played Woodward Granger at the end, and uh, Drew Key threw for five touchdown passes and uh, probably had his best overall game statistically. You know, and it's really good to see that, that you're still climbing ladders at the end of the year uh, to reach your potential. And uh, I think it's important as we move into next year as well that, we find that balance early so you know we don't have to rely just on Owen Hassel as special as he is uh, that we have other guys we can lead on right away uh, through the air. Well I want to talk to you about uh, 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 Keith uh, Drew Keith or, or as Scotty Melvin lovingly calls him double trouble uh, because he can uh, beat you with his legs or his arms but I, what I liked about him was uh, if he could beat the team by handing the ball off he did that if he could beat, if he had to beat the team by throwing it, he did that. If if yeah. uh, if his receivers were covered, he'd run the ball. If they weren't covered, he'd throw the ball. You know. So talk to me about his development and where did he end up at? Uh, what kind of a level was he playing on for you uh, at the end of the season? Yeah, I tell you what, Drew's an extremely talented kid, and early on in the season struggled a little bit uh, getting his passing and timing down with the receivers. But like you said, he used his legs, and he was a uh, for the longest time he was uh, a top ten leading rusher. I think even in Class One A through half the season, and then we we figured some things out. And he started throwing the ball a little bit better. Um, and towards the end, you know, we played Regina. At, the score was thirty three eighteen. But I'll tell you what, he might have had his best overall game as a quarterback. Maybe not statistically, but uh, he uh, he looked like a real quarterback, comfortable in the pocket, was making throws that we hadn't really seen all year against one of the best defenses played you know, in, in all 10 games. So, um, you know, his his uh, development has been great, again, from week one to week uh, 10. You know, and, and the best thing is with Drew is we get another year with him. 
Uh, he's going to continue to grow and develop into the quarterback we need him to be uh, next year again. Well, uh, let's talk about your offensive line. And uh, I'm going to give out a little slash caveat here. Uh, I'm going to give some recognition to whoever your offensive line coach is because your offensive line performed ahead of what they should have and did things I didn't think they even could have during the year. So talk to me about who's all on this offensive line and who is the coach, once again, of the offensive yeah, so we've got a couple guys that specify in that, but uh, Coach Luke Thompson, everybody knows him as Coach LT around here. He's an AP guy originally. Uh, he's He's been our offensive line coach for a long time. And then Coach Dusenberry, uh, our JV head coach, is also an offensive line coach with him. Uh, and those guys spend a lot of time with those guys repping that stuff. But uh, our offensive line, uh, from left to right, left tackle, uh, was uh, Francisco Hans, who's a sophomore. Left guard was Carter Drake Mesker, a junior. Our center all year was Trent Millette, who's a junior. Uh, right guard was Owen Milder, a junior, and then our right tackle was uh, Carter Holt, who's a junior. So all five of those guys return, uh, but really do a good job in what we try to do philosophically. Well, uh, you've got a, a, a great offensive line, uh, but they're opening holes for a real special player. Uh, and he's a junior. He's going to come back. Uh, I took a poll of – I just picked out four guys on teams that were out of the playoffs, you know. And put up, you know, says who's the best uh, playoff performer of this bunch? And uh, it was Quadzilla, Owen Hassel. Uh, they kind of, you know, he just barely edged out Teague Smith there of Fort Madison. But uh, we have a pretty sophisticated bunch of listeners. Uh, so why was what was Quadzilla? What was his impact on your team this year? I tell you what, Owen's Owen's a competitor. Uh, he's a really quiet kid. If you if you know Owen, he doesn't say a whole lot. Uh, but he's a worker. He shows up and does what's necessary every day. Uh, and then in the games, I'll tell you, he has he has things that you just can't coach. Uh, and I've said this a lot throughout the year, but I think his vision is probably the best I've ever had the opportunity to coach as a running back. Uh, you know, and he sees things that most people don't. And uh, his cuts are always right. Uh, he's always finishing forward. He's not the biggest guy. He stands about 5'8", uh, maybe 150, 160 pounds. And uh, just a really, really tough runner. Uh, and it really puts us, it separates us uh, from a lot of other teams uh, from, from what he can do. And, and if, he, if we can't get him in the backfield, then we put him out of receiver. Uh, and he's just as talented out there. Yeah, his vision is, is incredible. And his uh, ability to run to daylight, you know, you don't maybe see him making as many spin moves or, or fancy moves because it seems like his mind's so far ahead of that play that uh, he runs away from these guys. When he gets in the, when he gets through the line uh, uh, open, he's about as dangerous a runner as there is, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. i tell you what, you know, Owen is a quick guy. He's an explosive guy. You know, you watch him in track. We actually have a, a guy or two that may be faster than him on a track. But, you know, people talk about football speed a lot. And, and Owen, when he gets, when he breaks through that first line, it's, it's dangerous. And not many times is he going to be run down. Uh when, when he breaks through that first uh, line of defense. So, uh, you know, he's he's explosive everywhere on the field. We put him at kick returns through the end. He, he, re, he returned one for a touchdown and, uh, against West Branch, and then he had another couple that he was really, really close to returning as well. Well, yeah, that field position was your friend this year. Uh, uh, well, I want to talk a little bit. Uh, I'm going to ask you about your special teams. But before that, I want to talk about these targets that Drew Keith had. Uh, you had some receivers. Uh, I know Owen Hassel uh, contributed as a receiver, but you had some guys that would kind of come through for you time and time again. 
seemed like there was a lot of third down and longs that uh, somebody uh, out there got their hands on the ball and moved those chains. Yeah, I'll tell you what, our, our leading receiver, I think yards and touchdowns wise, is Kate Serrata. Uh, he plays our tight end, and then he splits out into the slot uh, for us. He's been a, a really reliable guy for the last two years. Uh, he's a junior, so he'll be coming back. Cale uh, McQuillan's another guy that plays on the outside. Uh, another uh, junior, smaller guy, but runs extremely good routes. Landon Clubman's a, a big body. He's a senior that we're going to miss next year. Um, and then uh, sophomore Gavin Rogers, who's in the backfield, that splits out to a slot receiver for us as well. Uh, big body, strong, physical kid. Uh, all those guys did a really nice job this year uh, in the past game. And uh, like I said, I think four of the five guys that we've talked about are all coming back next year. So uh, really excited about that. Well, uh, let's talk about your special teams. I, uh, you know, special teams all the way around is, is obviously a huge key in, in success. Uh, you know, Gatlin Rogers was our kicker most of the year. Uh, did a nice job. We struggled a little bit on some extra points and field goals at the end. But uh, as far as kickoffs, put us in a good spot. But uh, we had a lot of guys on our kickoff team that go down and make a tackle and took great pride in, in, in making sure our field position was good. Uh, you know, our kick return team at the end, we added Owen to it, really changed the uh, – uh, how people kick to us, which is really nice. So we had a, nice, uh, a few really nice kickoffs, uh, returns, put us in good field position. And then George Newsberg is our punter. Uh, throughout the year, did a really nice job of pushing down the field. Um, you know, and then uh, our George Newsberg and uh, Cam McQuillan are punt returners who both did a nice job making sure the ball wouldn't bounce further than it needed to. So really good, good uh, all around. You know, you can't be successful without special teams in a year. And, and those guys did a great job. Yeah, well, they sure did. It was a total team effort. Um, one of the things I felt like you did was you, you you put kids in position to be successful. You seemed to know what talents they were blessed with and what uh, uh, and ways to communicate improvements to them that they actually put into place. But I thought you got, uh, if not more than, than, than you could have asked for, at least everything you could have asked for out of your players. Uh, tell, talk to me about your players' effort this year. Well, I'll tell you what, it starts in June, and, and those people who may not see it, you know, a lot of people see the success at the end of the year and think, oh, they practice well and start in August. Our 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 program starts in June. On, on June 1, we're allowed to get back with our players. Uh, we get in the weight room, and we've got a lot of guys bought into getting bigger, faster, and stronger throughout the year. And, uh, you know, they, they work their tails off in the summer. Our skill guys get together. We do a lot of seven-on-seven stuff. So, you know, we require a lot of time. You know, if you want to compete at a high level and, and try to be at this at the Unidome at the end of the year, uh, you can't start in August. You can't start in September just expecting to win games. So uh, a lot of our guys, a high percentage of our guys, are in the weight room doing the extra stuff that nobody else sees throughout the year. Um, and that really makes a difference. So, you know, it speaks volumes on, on character and what kind, of, uh, what kind of guys we're dealing with, which is a special group. Well, I'm going to ask you to do double duty for me and uh, be an on-the-spot reporter. Uh, I know you're talking to me, but I'm assuming your eyes are on the game. Uh, what's the atmosphere like? What's the What are your players feeling? And what are you seeing on the field? Well, I'll tell you what, you know, it's just anytime you come to the Unidome to watch the state uh, semifinals and finals, this is, this is a special atmosphere. It's a great, great place to play high school football um, at the end of the year. And, you know, our kids, some of our kids that come up every year and watch, but uh, – you know, some of them are their eyes get open a little bit when they walk in and see the big dome and then the turf and everything else. And it's just a fun atmosphere to be at. And I, like I said, I'm sure you can hear something in the background. Uh, you know, you got the bands going. You got a lot of people here cheering on their team. So 
you know, this is this is somewhere we want to be as a program and somewhere we have not ever been before. So that's our goal uh, coming in next year is to, to make it up here and, and try to do something that football's never done before. Well, my last question for you is just about the playoff, the two playoff games that you played. Uh, what does those playoff games mean or represent to the Wilton Beavers and their fan base? And, and what does this experience in the playoffs mean for your team moving forward? Well, it's tremendous. You know, I think uh, something we talked about to our guys early on in the year was was getting some playoff experience. You know, if you want to make a real run in something next year um, or years to come or even this year, uh, you know, you need to get into the playoffs and get that experience. And we haven't been in the playoffs for five years, been really close, uh, and come up short by a couple points in the last couple of years. Uh, but to get back in the playoffs and feel that atmosphere, uh, it, it when uh, your season is on the line, how do you respond? And I thought our guys did a good job of that in game one. But uh, in game two, you know, I think we, you know, we, we came out and struggled a little bit in the beginning, but once our guys settled in, had a really good game against a, a Regina program that's been around and, and has a ton of experience in the playoffs. So, uh, you know, that's kind of where they're, where they're at. I, I think our guys gained a lot of experience from that. It'll help them next year. Yeah, well, it's been a tremendous year. Uh, it's been so much fun. Uh, Covering the Wilton Beavers, you got the b- best bunch of parents and the best bunch of hardcore fans that it takes to make it. Uh, let me ask you a little bit about the. Uh, there's one guy we haven't talked about, uh, and that's your athletic director. Uh, I think it's you're related to him, uh, but uh, you know, every, no, no. Whether you're the basketball coach, wrestling coach, uh, uh, baseball coach, um, uh. You really need that support from the athletic director. Uh, tell me about uh, uh, your athletic director. So actually, it's I'm I'm our athletic director. Oh, you are. So I am. So it's it's a busy season in the fall doing all those things. But uh, I couldn't agree with more with you. We're I'm, from the athletic director standpoint. I'm going to tell you this: we're very blessed and willing to have the coaching staff we do, the people who put in the time and the effort for all of our sports act, act, uh, activities, athletics. Uh, you know, I'm. It makes my job a lot easier when we have coaches that, that put in the time and, and care the way they do. So I, I couldn't agree more with that statement to have the support, and I do try to support our, our coaches as much as possible. Well, um, listen, man, I'm a guy that uh, – I mean, I, I watch who's, who's doing a good job uh, uh, sweeping the floor or cutting the grass or selling the hot dogs, you know, or handing out the programs. It takes a, a whole bunch of people. Uh, but there isn't anyone in that works – for education ever that puts in more time than an athletic director. And I salute you on your efforts as, as an athletic director and a coach. That's really fighting off more than, than you can chew. Uh, uh, but uh, you, you balance it pretty great. And congratulations on uh, getting to the playoffs, getting deep into the playoffs. I think, uh, I don't think anybody would uh, told you that you were guaranteed an eight and two season and uh, you're going to get deep into the playoffs that, that you could have argued with that. Could you? No, I'm really happy and in front of our guys to put in that time and effort and put us right where we need to be as we as we go into next season. Well, on behalf of all of us here at Round Guy Radio, myself and Scotty Melvin and Jeff Mills and, and the one and only Ben Garvin, uh, we're very proud uh, uh, to uh, give this award to the coach of the Wilton Beavers, uh, Coach Hessler, for an outstanding season. Thank you for being with us. Well, thanks, Dave, and I appreciate you guys' coverage all year. It is greatly appreciated uh, for myself, our parents, our kids, uh, and, and truly uh, really means a lot that uh, you guys selected us and me for that award. And 
just again, greatly appreciate it. Well, as it comes to the, the Wilton Beaver fans, as Karen Carpenter once said, we've only just begun. We're, we'll get it. We'll, we'll, you'll be, you'll be seeing us so much. You'll be sick of us. So <laughs> thanks for being with us again and congratulations. All right. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it.